Yo, what's up, and welcome back to Curling Commish. On today's episode, we'll be talking about the NBA playoffs, bringing a new special twist to the Take Me Back segment. We got the NFL preview, college football weekend, a little Yankees dissection, UFC preview, and then we're going to end it with the We're on College segment. Noah, how are we doing? I'm doing well. Uh, electric Friday night. I hit PetSmart, bought bought Clark and Ernesto a new tank. You know, I thought really? the bowl was, was a little small. What's the tank looking like? Uh, I'll bring it over. It's five gallon. You went with the you splurged for a five gallon. There it is. Okay, he didn't do anything with it. You just kind of went to Petco and. Well, yeah, no, I didn't do anything with it. I just bought it and then, um, then taped a podcast. So haven't put them in it yet. But it was I took it as a sign that I need to do this because when I was in the store, I went over to the goldfish section and I was mm-hmm. watching this one fish. He was just swimming around casually, looking like Clark and, and Ernesto, just regular swimming, and before. In front of my eyes, he died. He just stopped swimming and floated to the top. What the fuck? Did he have like a heart attack? I mean, like that's not something like I mean, like if it was a person, I'm not laughing, but like a fish just died in front of your eyes. Yeah, I, it was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. He was literally swimming normally and then just stopped and floated to the top. You ever think about like maybe he looked at you? It was like. I'm going to die now and die just because of looking at you. Yeah. Potentially. Maybe he's like, I don't want this kid to fucking pick me. I heard he puts him in a small bowl. Let me just croak. Yeah. And then get fucking yelled at by Karen. All right. Yeah. That's brutal. You just aren't like, you're not lucky at Petco. Pets no. You yelled at by a lady and then, and then a fish dies in front of your eyes. I'm not, but to take a pause about the situation, it did motivate me. Like that could be Clark and Ernesto. Cause my problem is not to harp on these fish too much, but my problem is like, I've actually like grown attached to them. Like unjokingly, like really? I have a str- yeah. Cause when I'm on my online schools, I just get up and just stare at them the whole time. And it's like, now like I have feelings for them and like, I can't have them die. So I, I need to take care of them. So they're thriving. They're doing well. Well, they say that when they're the healthiest and happiest, their colors pop. And these boys are vibrant as fuck right now. So I'd say they're doing well. That's a great word. I mean, so they're, they're living on, you know, who's not doing too well right now is the Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets kind of look like they're not doing anything. For the, for my sake, I really hope the Denver Nuggets just kind of lose. They need to lose. My take on the Denver Nuggets has not been good at all. Like They come back from 3-1 when I say they're done. So 3-1 again. Will they come back? No, they will not. One fucking sick transition to get onto the Nuggets talk. Speaking of dead Denver Nuggets. I know. That was so smooth. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And I'm rooting hard for them just because, like, I mean, classic Twitter joke, like, ah, 3-1, right where they want them. But it's like, you know, they're pretty good with the backs against the ball. Like, let's see them do it again. Why not? You know, Jokic is kind of like shitty. I'm kind of done. I'm. I'm kind of done with the it's 3-1. Let's give it like just just lose. Like you can lose now. Like we understand that you're going to be a good team next year. You have to lose. I was actually in an Uber the other night and a huge Lakers fan. And he doesn't really like he he was good on high on the Lakers, but he wants he wants to see Anthony Davis really take the step and he thinks that Anthony Davis hot take, not really a hot take, is the best player on the team, but he needs to show it more. So that's the Uber driver Uber driver wisdom for the day is Anthony Davis needs to take it on himself to be the best player on the team. And then that's going to be the easy sweep in the finals for the Lakers. Yeah, I mean, you saw in the game yesterday, I think he scored their first, like, what, like eight points? He was like, he didn't miss a shot to, like, halfway through the second quarter. He was insane. So, yeah, it's been fun watching him. But did you see what LeBron did with, like, the whole foul call things, like complaining to the league? 
No, he's complaining to the leagues and not just the refs now. Yeah, he, he. I don't know if it was him or the Lakers, but obviously he was behind it. They went to the NBA and were like, yeah, like LeBron's not getting enough foul calls. And, of course, then yesterday he's at the line a million times. Jokic has four fouls, like, a second into the game. And, like, when your best player gets in foul trouble like that, like, it's basically a death sentence. Like, you're not you think Jokic back. is the best player on the Nuggets? Okay, well, we've, I don't know. One of your stars gets into foul trouble that early. Like, yeah, you, no, you really can't come back from it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, Anthony Davis did look good. He put up 34 points. Didn't get that many rebounds, but – and then you have Anthony Davis putting up 34. LeBron almost having a triple-double proved to be way too much for the Nuggets. And when – I mean, when Anthony Davis and LeBron are both on, no matter what Murray does, even though he put up 32 and 8 and had one of the nicest layups I've ever seen, that was so fucking yeah. majestic. Jordan. But, like, you, that layup is not going to win in the series. They, the Nuggets need more. The Lakers kind of just look like, obviously, the better team right now, so – yeah, I think they need more out of Jokic because, like, Dwight Howard is, like, he's – I'm not going to say he's winning the matchup, but he's making it a matchup with Jokic. He's like, making it personal. Like, he's yeah. chirping at him so hard. And he, like, he, he's, he's, thr- like, showing a little bit of, like, the Hall of Fame Dwight. No. Yeah. What were you saying? Zoom froze. Resume froze. I'm in a new location, little family retreat, zero Wi-Fi, so it's going to happen a lot. But I was saying how Dwight Howard is kind of returning to Hall of Fame form, not even yeah. like close, but he's he's touching. Like he went to the fountain of youth. He took a dip in the fountain of youth because you know mm-hmm. Disney. He's got some Disney magic thrown through the veins, going back in time. And he's looking pretty good. Yeah. One time, sixth grade history class, they were teaching us about the Fountain of Youth story. And the teacher's like, no, what do you think happened in the Fountain of Youth? And I said that, like, when you stepped in it, like, they gave, like, they pulled out babies. And then I was laughed at by the class. My answer was so wrong. But Miss Strasha's class, was, I wonder if she's alive still. But yeah, um, she was an old gal. But I mean, that the, wasn't that um, long ago. I know, but she was old. She was old because we had her for six. By the time we were in yeah. seventh, she retired. So, you know. But yeah, um, and also I have a question. Like, you know the thing LeBron does okay. like six times a game, where like he'll get the ball at the top of the key, right, and then he'll drive. He'll have like a step, half step on a guy, and he'll like put the shoulder into the guy like pretty aggressively. The mm-hmm. guy goes down, half flop, half because he just got shouldered by fucking LeBron, by two hundred fifty pound man going like twenty yeah. miles per hour, yeah. And it's a, it's a whistle every time, but I feel like it's almost like 50-50 block charge. Like, what does a ref do on that? Because, like, on one hand, LeBron's initiating the contact. Like, he's fucking shoving into the guy. But on the other hand, the defender's it's moving. It's, yeah. um, so I feel like it would only be a foul if LeBron is, like, so, like, as a defender, I'm pretty sure you, you have, like, your own line that you can go on. So as long as LeBron isn't going into that and hitting him, then it should be a charge if LeBron does do that. But otherwise... It's a block, but I feel like if it's up in the air, block charge, you know, like if the Lakers are going to the league to get LeBron more foul calls, the refs aren't going to even like debate it. That's a charge. I mean, a block. Yeah, no, exactly. That's what I think too. Yeah. Like it's, it's the same play. Like it happens so many times a game, not, not even just like like, every time. Yeah. There was the one where he did it, I think on Murray and Murray flops, of course, like they, they flop every time. Mm -hmm. And, um, uh like and then lebron hits the shot because by the time the guy goes down it's like an easy jump shot for lebron and you know the nba like like there's no such thing as an on the floor foul in this league like if you put a shot up you could get half court like a reach and reach and foul at half court you got like nine dribbles and three steps to just yam at home 
Yeah, that's exactly what happens. And so, I don't know. I feel like it's like a toss-up every time. And then, like like you said, especially when it's LeBron, they're like, okay, we're not going to call LeBron on a fucking charge here. Like, he's getting yeah. those calls. Yeah. But yeah. all that being said, like I do – like the Lakers, obviously, I think are going to win. But, like, a Nuggets-Heat matchup, Nuggets-Celtics matchup, like, that would be new and exciting. I'm so all for that. But, I mean, yeah. it's not going to happen. 100 to 1 betting odds on that. 100 to 1. Really? Yeah. So was that like a better dollar? Two, three, one comebacks. Yeah, you could. Damn. All right. Most underrated coach of all time has put together one of the best lineups I've seen in a long time, the Heat. They have come up with rookies that want to get better and play hard, and Tyler Hero and Kendrick Nunn. Tyler Hero, he's a bucket. He said he's a bucket. They have a borderline superstar in Jimmy Butler who doesn't give a shit about what people say. And they have the veterans and experience like players like Andre Wadala and Jay Crowder that want to be there and make another run to the finals. Yep. Blocking down their best players on, on offense. So he, it's just the team is so well built with defense and offense. It's, it's, really, it's just fun to watch. Yeah, you're, you're cutting out a little more um, with the Zoom. So I apologize if, if from your end, I'm kind of uh, – I, I did talking just get it. The you. connection is unstable. Yeah, yeah, it's get, it's growing to be more uh, unstable. So hopefully it sounds okay when it comes out. But yeah, I'm you sorry if it. I mean, we just kind of came up with the podcast episode seven, unstable. So unstable. Right there, he says unstable. Wi-Fi drops out. So yeah, I'm sorry if I uh, if I'm talking over you a little bit because you're. No, I you're didn't, I didn't hear you out. talk over me. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, it'll it'll come out a little weird in the end. But yeah, with the heat. Um, I should say, as we're recording this right now, there's six minutes and 30 seconds left in game five, uh, Boston up 16, 107, 91. So it's looking like, unless they collapse, which they're definitely capable of, they're more uh, than unless, capable of collapsing. Yeah, they definitely are. And the nuggets are more than ca- or the, the heat are more than capable of bringing it back. But yeah, unless barring that it should be three, two, but I agree. Spolstra is fucking sick. Their rotation goes so deep. Like, so you know, some of the, some of like the deeper rotation guys are, aren't playing as well. Like I don't think Crowder's hit a three tonight. I think he's like over eight, but, de- but like, the thing is they don't need to like, they just yeah. play defense. I mean, obviously if they're down 16, there's something going wrong, but yeah, it is kind of like if I'm rooting for the Celtics, which, which I am uh, mm-hmm. like game, uh, game four is kind of upsetting. Cause like, dude, like, if Tyler Hero doesn't drop 40 almost, like, yeah, like you win that game. But this is why, like, plus minus, like, advanced stats in the NBA are just such bullshit. Do you know what the Heat's plus minus was with Tyler Hero on the floor? It was probably minus. I'm assuming. It, yeah, it was minus. Bullshit. Yeah, minus four. Like, sense. how are you going to tell me that? Yeah, how does that make sense? I mean, maybe, I guess that he's on the court. His defense is so much worse than his offense. Like, he could put up such big numbers, but the defense just whoever he's in for, maybe he's in for Jimmy Butler or like a, a like a no, well-known defender, then you just get scored on a lot, but you also are able to score, but just not at the same rate. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I really think there's no, like no matter how you shape the stats, there's no way you'd convince me that they were worse with the guy who dropped 37 and basically won them the game on the floor. Well, I mean, think about it. Like if he's on, if he's on the court, no, that doesn't make sense. I was gonna say you put up if you put up ten points, like he puts up ten per- times, he's minus four then. But then you probably lose the game. Yeah, right. So I don't know. I don't understand. I'm sure like some stat nerd could explain it to you, but at a certain yeah, point, also, like, like if his what was his what was his plus minus? 
Uh, I don't know what his personal one, but like as a team, their collective one with him on the floor was minus four. Like what? Did he not play like a good amount of it? Like if he played for like 40 minutes, they should have lost. I don't know how that works. Plus minus is stupid. It's stupid stat. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I think, I still think this one's going seven. I mean, you did say that before. And I, since we tried to do this podcast last night, but the Wi-Fi was so shitty, we couldn't even get to work. Now I'm on a hotspot. I did have written down that the Celtics played, which they are, except for tonight when they're on 16. But, like, in this series, it's going to end up being 3-2 most likely. I still think that the Heat are not the better team. I think the Celtics are still the better team. The Celtics just seem to kind of, like, roll over and die. Like, it, that, like if the Heat advanced today somehow, like, they just – the Celtics beat themselves, I feel like. Yeah. The Heat – are outplaying them like with like heart and mentality, but the Celtics like there's no doubt they're the better team. Yeah, I totally agree. The aggregate score of the series, I don't know what the I think the exact number is like 440 to 440. Like I know it's tied for sure, and yet you know that's not what you expect out of a three one series. But I don't know it should even out tonight three yeah. two, um, and then game six, and then you got a game seven. Anything can happen. I think it's going to go seven. And I mean, if the Heat like win, it's not like, oh, like this is a robbery of a series. Like they'll deserve it if they win the series. And I think they might even have a better chance to beat the Lakers than the Celtics. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I still think, I still think the Celtics have a good chance of coming out. If they, if they win this game, it's not even close to being over. Like they'll probably go game seven. Yeah. And Hayward's such a huge piece. You think if it goes, that's true. Did he miss the birth of his child? He did. He did. He's got like four, so he's just like, you know what? Like I've seen I've seen enough. The video where he's so depressed to get another girl is so funny. <laughs> Daddy's always happy. Daddy's always happy. I think you guys I think he just I think his son was just born, I believe. First first boy, yeah. 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 Imagine that guy's just the next Tyler hero. Yeah, for sure. Dude, if you have three girls, around. full circle that shit. Fuck yeah, dude. That's just one quick. Dude, it is so thing. funny when I say, see, yeah, I'm just we're talking over each other. It's yeah. so funny when I say something and you just have to like wait. I'm just like looking at the Zoom. And you're just waiting because and then you see it to say something. Yeah, dude, dude, because your mouth is like delayed from your uh like words so like when i'm looking at you you're saying a sentence from like two minutes ago but like i'm just hearing you like now so it's like it's fucking impossible to like navigate so that yeah there's a lot of like talking over on this one but you know it makes for a better discussion fuck yeah it does it um you know what we persevere like the celtics Yeah, just something I've noticed with them, though. Uh, and when you're watching the game, next time you look at Daniel Tice, like when they zoom in on him, the fucking guy always has this like a little, little smile on his face. He looks like a little like six foot 11 fucking chipmunk. Like it doesn't matter what's going on. Like he could be down like fucking 30 points and just fucking have committed a foul and they'll zoom in on him. And he's always like, <laughs> like, he's just like, I'm just happy to be out here, guys. <laughs> like. I don't know what I've never so noticed funny. that. I don't like how do you even notice that? Like you just like because I just look because yeah, I looked at he got like subbed into a game in like garbage time when they were down like like in one of these games when like I don't know it, it became evident that they were going to lose the game and he's just running on the court just like hey guys look at me I'm just happy. Some minutes. like just he has no business be being on there like he knows like if Horford there he wasn't he would not be playing right yeah, exactly I'm trying he's to like just... do a smile like is it like a 
It's like yeah, it's kind of like that. He kind of like bites over seasons, like you know, kind of like one of those. He's having a good time. Loves being there. Yeah, he's just classic happy to be there guy. Yeah, it's the glue guy. All right, taping back segment. We're doing one player from the Heat, one player from the Celtics. Noah's got Heat. I got Celtics. Noah, yeah. Okay, so for the Heat, I was gonna do Udonis Haslam. I'm watching the game there. and they show the fucking guy on the side. Yeah, did you not he's know he was the still there? Yes. No, I didn't know he's still dude. They 17 years uh, trivia. He's longest active player like on the same team right now. Active 17 years. Do you know who second is in the league? Yeah. So what's the question? Like what's so the trivia you, question? Donis Haslam is the longest. Like he has been on his current team the longest out of anybody in the NBA like currently active with 17 mm-hmm. years who's second who's in second hold on hold on i feel like i should know this give me a conference western I can even give you the amount of years if you like. No. No. Okay. Where, where is he in the bubble? Mm, I don't want to say that, but no. He was not. Not in the bubble. Kiss on the cheek if you get it. Oh, fucking bullshit foul call in this game. Fucking bullshit. Here comes a collapse. That's it All right. Who could it be? Three, two, one. I can't name it. Give me a team. Just give me the team. And if I give you the team, it's going to be so obvious. Give me the team. Warriors. Wait, what? It's no way it's Steph. Yeah, Steph Curry. Wait, well, how long did you been on the team for? Drafted in 2009. It surprised me too. I, I, yeah, I didn't see him as an 11 year guy, but it is that really shows Vince how much Carter was coming to mind, except for he goes on 90 teams. Yeah, right. And he was uh I, I don't, don't know if he still counts as active. Yeah, he's on the but yeah. Yeah, so yeah, anyway, a little trivia. Crazy. But, I would not have picked Steph Curry. Yeah, I know. I know. He it doesn't like seem like he's been in the league uh, eleven years, but uh my pick for the take me back, I went with Mario Chalmers, the point wow. guard. Yeah, the point guard on all those uh those great heat teams. And I really I was thinking about him and like he had really one of just the best gigs in the history of like sports really like he ju- like he got to be the point guard so he got to touch the ball a ton on a team mm. with Dwayne Wade, LeBron and Chris Bosh. So no pressure on you, but you still get a fucking ton of touches. Like you get you get like, you know, like when you win, like you kind of get some of like the hey fucking Chalmers, but if you point lose it's just point, getting- I was the point guard of a championship team. Exactly, multiple times, and then if you lose, everyone's just gonna be like, "Yeah, like LeBron." But like, you're still the guy that gets to fucking bring the ball up the court. Like, how? Like, yeah, no. I feel like that's just I like mean, a LeBron would probably dream. run it up. Yeah, yeah, true. But like, I don't know. I feel like that's LeBron just like a dream scenario. For I don't me. know about. I feel like the basketball players' dream scenario is Patrick McCaw. I mean, I guess you don't get as much credit, but like, if you're just on a team, Patrick McCaw is three for three. I guess this year he's oh, three for four now. He's been right, for like four yeah. years. He has three rings. And people yeah, are talking yeah. about his name. Like I, if Patrick McCaw wasn't winning rings, I would have no idea who he was. Right. I mean, I say dream in the sense that like you probably still want to like play like McCaw. Yeah. Like you know. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. That also is. 
that's yeah, that's a good one. No, it's Tice. He had uh, the, on the topic just went for down. sure. Yeah, yeah. Who'd you put for the Celtics? You got you got nothing else on Chalmers? I want to know what he's doing. I want to know where, oh, he's, I don't where he's been. I know what he's doing. I don't know. He's from Aruba. He's probably just fucking chilling on a beach with fucking millions somewhere. I just thought about how fucking Another much I'd want to be him. Yeah, no, for sure. I like you get money, you get the fame, you get the rings, and you get the recognition. He was also a hell of a college basketball player. Kansas, I believe. Yeah, so. Kansas. Hit I think a he huge took job down Seth Curry. Look at that. Bringing everyone together. Duke, yeah. yeah. That's crazy. All right, Celtics. We think we all know who uh, Glenn Big Baby Davis was, the 2007-2008 NBA champ. He got the nickname Big Baby, according to Wikipedia, because it was it was given to him by uh, given to him at the age of nine by youth uh, youth league coach at five foot six inches, 160 pounds, he, a nine year old. He was too large to play peewee and would play senior, which Davis felt when Davis felt he was being bullied by his older opponents. Davis coach was known to say, "Stop crying, you big baby." And I also believe <laughs> that. I was when I was doing some research, he might have been on the bench crying after Kevin Garnett yelled at him. So he was kind of oh. he might be a little okay. bit of softy. But yeah, I don't know. I also bitch. read that he said that he was tough. So he could be pretty tough, but big baby Davis, NBA champion, can't ever take that away from him. Played four years for the Celtics and uh, at the end of his career made stops in Orlando and LA. So Yeah, I feel like he uh I just know glenn davis from like making cameos on a bunch of different like tv shows like i don't think i've ever seen a minute of him playing basketball but i've definitely i've watched like at least three tv shows like usually like reality type shows where they're just like hey uh we're gonna bring in uh we got a special celebrity guest and it's always just like big baby davis just fucking and then like it big pauses ass it, like the camera's just like on him and you hear the fake clapping coming in yeah Whoa! right the fucking Nick shows. yep yeah all right no, take sure. you back segment over complete on to NFL preview. We got a lot of stuff. I got some good takes. I got a take that I just don't want to say, but has to be said. Okay. So I'll come up this in this preview, but we're starting with the Rams of Buffalo. Who's your pick? Uh, Rams Buffalo. So the line here is Rams uh, are three and a half point underdogs. And uh, I really like them in that spot. I don't know. Maybe it's recency bias where, the Rams just fucking kicked the shit out of the Eagles. Well, I think the Eagles suck, but the Rams did just Eagles kill suck. them nonetheless. And the, uh, the, the Bills struggled with a, a Miami team who, who knows, after Thursday could be pretty good. But I, I'm taking the Rams. I think Aaron Donald's going to be on Josh Allen's balls all day. And I have a lot of faith in the Rams offense. Sean McVay, good coach. Cooper Cup, I feel like he could catch like a 12-yard out every single play. So, yeah. Legit. A little Wes Welker, a little Wes Welker action. Sure. All right. I don't mean he's on the team. I do. Last last episode, I was having a lot of like, wow. We're gonna try to say trouble speaking. I was having a lot of trouble, trouble. speaking. Couldn't really enunciate well. But um, yeah. No, I'm gonna have to disagree with you, like we do on most picks. The Josh mm-hmm. Allen and Stephon Diggs connection is too real. Diggs had eight catches. I went for 153 yards and a touchdown. He was targeted 13 times, so he was eight for 13. So that just the chemistry's there. Josh Allen, he's legit. Josh Brown is also a legit option for Josh Allen. And I don't know. He is now a above average to good quarterback. He threw 417 yeah. yards last week. There's no debating that. I see no way to slow them down. Roll Bills. They look too good. So, oh, also on the Eagles topic, I'm wearing a backwards hat. I don't Where's think Carson Wentz is a good quarterback, but Colin, Cow- Colin Coward is just – 
saying Carson Wentz is just like not ready and not good quarterback because he's wearing a backwards fucking hat. Like what the hell? Yeah, no. Let's just let's just take a pause from this and let, yeah, let's let's dive into that real quick. I mean, as, uh, first of all, wearing called like this, I don't want to see the brim of my hat all the time when I'm inside. So if I wear a hat inside, like I am now, I'm gonna turn it backwards. Yeah, his theory, like his logic was. I did you I, did you hear his uh, explanation today? Like he kind of he doubled. No, down I just heard him doing like the. Did he actually? Yeah, the oh, Bank of America, Bank of yeah. time. When he did that, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, he doubled down today because he said, um, he said that because the internet fucking went out his dick because today there was a picture of Russell Wilson with a um, backwards hat on. Of course, everyone wears backwards yeah. hats. Tom Brady's probably worn backwards hat before in his life. I'm sure if you pine through, you could find literally every athlete in the history of the world wearing a backwards. LeBron hat James at one point. backwards hats. LeBron James does his press conferences in a fucking do rag, like, <laughs> like, like, yeah. It's a, that was the worst take ever. Like, if you're any type of head accessory, does not mean if you're going to be successful or not. It doesn't matter. And like, as a like guy, I've like listened to that guy. Like, so, like now I kind of listen, like ironically, just to poke fun at it. But like, there was a point in my life where I was just like a fan of him. Like, my Twitter handle is Colin Couchard sixty nine. Like, I've followed the guy for a while, and like. He's brought that up about multiple different players. Like yeah, Matt Stafford. He, yeah, like he really like I don't even think at this point it's like radio sports guy like shtick. Like I really think he believes that like if you wear your hat backwards, you're somehow a worse quarterback. That makes no sense. Like just like a worse like he he's like a worse person in general. Like walking into yeah. Bank America, like what does that have to do with anything? Where, like, <laughs> yeah, where like, could you be going with this take? Yeah, like uh, yeah, guys who guys who wear their hats backwards. They've never been into banks before. Like what? Like, like I've, I've walked no into sense. a bank before. Actually, Colin Coward. Of course, fucking have everybody has. And he's whatever. like, whatever. He's like, there's big sponsors behind him. Like you can't represent the sponsors in a backwards hat. Like you think Toyota is sitting there? Like well, you know, our logo's there when millions of people are watching, but uh, the guy in front of its hat is turned away. We wouldn't <laughs> like it. Like, they don't give a shit about his hat. No, they just, like, he probably makes him so, like, it just, it was just so stupid. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I guess he's winning yeah. in the end because we are talking about it, but we're all, like, anyway. or he's just a genius and know that it was going to enrage people. Yeah, I mean, he. I think it is a, a mix of like, like I said, like he does believe that genuinely, and also he knows like the world's just gonna blow up when he says that. But. Or what if it? What if it was like one of like we've all had the thoughts where like, like we get like a hot take in our head or something like that, and we're like, nah, that's stupid. But then like he wrote it down and was like, the world will go Old. off. Yeah, <laughs> cool. So then like, yeah, he just like writes all of his takedown. He was like, no, nah, I don't agree with that. Went to cross it out, but instead did like a colon. It was like bold take. Yeah, and just like, no. Said it the next day. That's so true. Yeah, he definitely was just like he was definitely just like pissed off at like a quarterback one day, and he's like, "Fuck this dude! He wears his hat backwards." And then he was like, "That is genius." <laughs> That's <why>. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Fuck the take. Dallas, Seattle. This is what I was talking about. This is the largest gut pick in the world. I've been talking about this for weeks now, maybe two weeks. And there's no point in turning back from it now. I've never wanted to be more wrong with the take in my life. I, I the Cowboys are going to beat the Seahawks. It's going to happen. It's just I feel it in my yes. core. I hope there is zero defense played. But the Dallas Cowboys are written down in my notes. I they're not capitalized, 
Google was like, do you mean Dallas uppercase D Cowboys uppercase C? I X'd it out. I don't, okay. I don't like my own take, but they're going to win. Russell Wilson is still my MVP. Always will be of the season, but he's going to take an L this week. Not well, I really, fault, the defense collapse. I really uh, appreciate you saying that because you have been talking that game. Like I believe we said like after week one, we brought this game up and you said the Cowboys were going to win it. So I appreciate your consistency and your support. Um, glad I have a rooting buddy this week. Um, but yeah, I'm fucking scared. Like the Cowboys always lose to Seattle in the regular season. Except for this they week. Somehow, except for this week. Yeah, ex- hopefully because they beat them in the postseason uh two two years ago and that was a miracle even though the cowboys were favored and but besides that like when they play him in the regular season they do not win but final score final score give it to me 46 to 42 yeah uh high that's high scoring there. that's high scoring yeah i mean yeah i, I could see 46. it i don't know how you get to 46 but yeah i don't know either i would have Maybe forty-five more doable, but I was going to say forty-five. Maybe the two-point conversion is in there somewhere. Uh, probably honestly, 40, fucking Mike well, McCarthy. 40, fine, do it. forty-five to forty-two. No, nah, go back to forty-six. Go back to forty-six. I like forty-six. 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 Yeah. Forty-six. Dude, 46 you, got, you got Mike McCarthy. That guy's going for two. But I like seeing as much Cowboys football as I have in my life. Like I can picture this. Like Russell Wilson. It, like if like fantasy football. Like fucking like he's gonna go off gambling like take every over like he's the guy who just cooks the cowboys he i can pick like he's gonna scramble for a first down on like a third and seven third and eight 25 times in this game a million times dk metcalf that guy's gonna have 400 yards like that's the type of guy that just shreds them he's going Um, for two three touchdowns yeah and then there's gonna be a few plays in there where the defense needs like a stop like they'll play well first and second down they'll get it to like a third and 12 third and 13 and then seattle's gonna put the give the ball like carlos hyde on a draw play and he's gonna scramble for a first down i can see that happening too dk metcalf's Um, gonna hit him with a little one two juke the head fake left cut across the field right not go nine cut across the field right catch it out of the middle touchdown that's gonna happen that that play run this back when it's 46 to 42 at the end of the game, Cowboys, but DK Metcalf is going to get that type of touchdown. Metcalf, that's that's the type of play that happens to them. I can definitely see it. But, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, my pick's the Cowboys, you know. Cowboys. Um, we yeah, agree. What, I feel good what about What am I going to do? Fucking pick against them? Like, you, you no, know, I you feel good them. about this pick. This is the third week in a row that they've been on here. That's a little biased, but it's whatever. Hey, America's team. Nah, not even close. All right, Green Bay and Nola, the Saints. Aaron Rodgers has been on a roll. The run game led by Aaron Jones is outstanding. He ran for 168 yards, 9.3 yards per carry, and two touchdowns. Watch out for the Packers. Their defense is looking good. They had four sacks, seven QB hits, and they've looked they've looked pretty good for the first two games of the season. So I I expect them to keep playing. The Saints kind of just look awful. So. Yeah, uh, in the last game, Drew Brees looked old as shit. He couldn't complete a pass, yeah. pass like seven Dude, yards, like every time. up with his sh- shoulder for sure. Yeah, he it's was, been like, that way. It, like, yeah, it's been like he's never had like the on. greatest arm. Like shoulder's been iffy for a few years. But yeah, he, he looked really bad on Monday. He's laboring. He's laboring. Mm. No, I didn't mean laboring. laboring. Like he's laboring. It could be the labrum. Could, where is the labrum? I don't know. It's both, probably both. But is it the shoulder? I, isn't the labrum like right something in there? Oh, you know what it's, this reminded me of? You know the Cam Newton commercial with the kid? Yeah. 
how old that like that kid could start for the Saints. Like, bring he that could, kid didn't in. he say that? Didn't he say in the commercial like I want to be in the NFL or something like that? He, to Cam Newton, he probably did. I mean, that was a long time ago. So imagine he's yeah. like the number one. He like he what if it's Taysom Hill? He's probably got a few stars. I don't think he's that old, but he's probably got a few stars right now by his name in high school. No, it's Taysom Hill. I think it's Taysom. Hill. It could be Taysom Hill. That'd no, it's sick. not. But like it is. It's not Taysom Hill. But like it is. You know what I mean? No, that is a good point though. There's definitely going to be a day where like you see a TikTok like remember that kid from the Cam Newton commercials. <laughs> He's now the third string receiver for the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> he made it. Receiver? Like what? He just he didn't want to be a QB anymore. Nah, dude, that kid wasn't a QB. That's a that kid had slot receiver written all over him. Um, yep, flanker. Yeah. Sure. So you're going Green Bay? I'm going Green Bay. The Saints need yeah. to come – like, in order for the Saints to win, I feel like they need to give Kamara the ball more on the ground and get him going. But, like, they're not really uh, – Drew Brees, everyone's shitting on him. Offense – the whole offense looks weak to me. Like, it yeah. wasn't electric. Michael Thomas wasn't there, but still just wasn't as electric as it used to be. Yeah, I agree. Everything points to the Packers here, but the line wow. remains Saints minus three and a half. Like no. everything says Packers, 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 but lines minus three and a half. Like Packers oh. revenge tour. They know something we don't know, I guess. Yeah, that's Maybe why I'm taking the Saints. That's why I'm picking really? the Saints. Really? Yeah. <laughs> they, they, I'm not they fighting. Know something they, we don't know. they know. They know. Damn. Happens all the time. Yeah. I feel like they got it. does happen all the time. Maybe like they're just injecting like Drew Brees with some whack ass shit. Maybe yeah. Drew Brees is getting the coronavirus like vaccine that's just going to give him like superpowers. And yeah, he go throw the ball in 90 yards. Yeah, I think that's probably going to happen. Yeah. You never know. Casey at Baltimore. Battle of 2 0 teams. Probably the best two teams in the league. I've got the Chiefs in this one. Come, coming off of a bit, kind of rough it out, ground it out, win against the Chargers. The Chiefs are going to look to make a statement. Patrick Mahomes is going to absolutely ball out like the Patrick Mahomes we know. I expect this to be a high scoring game as well. He is 2 0 against Lamar Jackson. And if we do math, that isn't really math. Do you know what two plus two is? Four. Four. Do you know what five minus one is? Four. Four equals four. If you take Patrick Mahomes one and five, reverse them five and one, five minus one, four. It all lines up. There's no debating it. The Chiefs are winning the game. What? Yeah. Can you you go over that again? Well, two plus two. Because but where are we getting the two and the two? two well, Patrick Mahomes is 2-0 and against Lamar Jackson. So he has two okay. wins in, in two meetings. Yes. So two plus two is four. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Two Patrick for two. Mahomes, like two for Patrick two, two Mahomes, plus two. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes' is number is 15. Okay. Five minus one, reverse them. Four. Four equals four. The world wants Patrick Mahomes to win. Yeah. There's no okay. debating. There's no debating. Yeah, let's do it. Fuck it. Yeah. I mean, I'm taking. I mean, yeah, I love it. I mean, the. I mean, the, the lot of like, the debate here, like Chiefs, Ravens, like the Ravens, pick in this game. Yeah, the pick in this game is the over. Like, who gives a fuck who wins? You just you want to sit there and you want to root for points. Like, I don't want to see a single tackle in this game. Like, yeah, I just no. want to see points, points, points. But if I'm picking a team, I'm also going the Chiefs. I think they're better. Uh, than the Ravens, I think that I don't know. I just I can't in ever since like 
the last year's playoffs, I just can't envision Patrick Mahomes like losing a football game. Like in my yeah. head, there's a chance he just goes the rest of his career and just wins every time. Like I but just that's can't. That's the problem. Like, when are you gonna? When do we pick the Chiefs to lose? Exactly right. Like I, I feel like it's can. gonna be. Maybe it's like some weird game where they like go. I don't even know. Like because then there's no fans and no Drew Lock. I was gonna say maybe a weird game where they go up to Denver like one p.m. We thought going something. up to Denver in like week one with the Tennessee Titans was gonna be a problem. If it's not a problem for the Titans, exactly. it's definitely not gonna be a problem for the Chiefs. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know. We're not taking anything away from the Ravens here. Like they're so fucking good. Lamar yeah. looks amazing throwing and running the football. But it's just I don't know. There's something about it. Ravens defense might pose a problem. Four sacks last week, thirteen QB hits. But the Chiefs offensive line only had one sack. So it's kind of be like, who's going to come? Pause. Who's going to come ready for the game? Fuck yeah. And, uh, but yeah, I don't know. Patrick Mahomes is going to look good. And, uh, Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs with the dub. All right. So uh, what is that? We're split on two picks, but agree with two. Uh, yeah, we agree. Yeah, we're split on the, uh, LA game and the, green bay game and we agree on the dallas and the kansas city game i don't know mm-hmm. i think we split last week i think we went one-on-one and then we agreed on that's fine so I'm, I'm winning on, i'm winning on the year for sure you are one one I, I, I murdered i murdered on the first week it wasn't even first close. week was wild that was crazy we disagreed on all four college ball college football is almost officially back and pac-12 has announced it is back and I just want to say that I don't give a rat's ass that they are back. Frankly, fuck you, Pac-12. You're too late. You're too wow. late. The Big Ten beats you to the punch. You <laughs> yeah. were the bitch that wanted to cancel first. And now you're like, wait, don't forget about us. We're going to give you seven shitty games. Like, whatever. Like, just come back earlier. Good news about Pac-12 football coming back is that so are their winter and spring sports, though. So Pac-12 basketball will be back. Which means basketball, COVID basketball might be normal. Yeah. But, you know, now that the rant is out of the way, before you say anything, I am oh, actually excited. Pac 12 football is back. It's starting to feel normal again. It's going to be great to have real football. But also, fuck you, Pac 12. But also, I'm excited for you to be back. But, like, kind of fuck you, you know? No, they're definitely assholes for being like the ones like, yeah, we're going to be, uh, you know, progressive here. We're going to cancel our season first. And then, you know, Big Ten kind of did the same thing, but Big Ten came back first. So, and I like mm-hmm. them more. Yeah. So, and I like Big, uh, back. Big Ten more. Yeah. So, the, um, they, like, yeah. But, but like what you said, I agree with you on the, the basketball thing. It means like that's actually going to be like normal because they are the most, Pac 12 conference is for one, the worst run conference out of them all. If you look yeah. into what the guy, I forget his name, uh, he's a fucking asshole, the commissioner of the Pac 12. Like he did this thing where like he built that one, there's a Pac 12 network, which is just yeah, pissing money worst. through that conference. Dude, it's the worst thing in the world. Have you, like, I go to like at late night, it's like since like we're like different times and shit. You go to watch a Pac-12 like basketball game or a football game. It, why is it so grainy? Why do I feel like I'm watching TV in 2000? No, yeah, it's awful, and it's it terrible. loses the conference so much money. A lot of people think like decisions like that. They, they did that, and they put like this huge downtown office in uh, San Francisco, which is so expensive for them. Like, do you know where the SEC's office is? No. It's in, like, backwoods fucking Alabama. It's, like, the second floor of, like, a regular office building that you'd see on, like, the side of the road. Like, they spend no money, and they just dump all their money into the programs. The Pac-12 pays the people at the top ridiculous salaries. They do things like dump all this money into their network. They have this crazy office. They just burn money for themselves. And, and the network is so shitty. It. It's right. awful. The Pac-12, I don't want the football anymore. I don't want it. Yeah, get them out. I don't want it. 
but yeah, no, I, yeah. But like you said, I do yeah, want no, it to have it. It's yeah. going to be nice. Like that nice feeling of like you watch ball all day and mm. then, you know, 10 o'clock, you still got Arizona state, Arizona to look forward to. Yeah. Like that yeah. is, nice that's game. a great feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And having the SEC back this week is huge. It was so nice going like doing some research on some games and like seeing the websites where like you see ticket prices again and like you're like people are going to be there like college football is kind of yeah. bringing back sports with these fans. It's just going to be good knowing that people are in the stands watching football. I don't, even care. Yeah, I don't sure. care that I'm not there. I'm just happy for everyone else. For sure. It's like the first real state uh, su- uh, Saturday slate. Like it's going to be official official once you get them all obviously. But like I don't know just mix it. The Big 12 is starting conference play this week. Uh, I know we saw them in like some bullshit games, but like, come on, it's like this week's the first real start of it and the sec. So it's like, now there's finally, like you can look at the slate and be like, okay, there's 12 games I want to watch this weekend, which Mm -hmm. is a great feeling. And then the ACC has been going the whole time. So that's awesome. Uh, A a game I'm really looking forward to. I think it's, I think it's 12 o'clock might be three. Uh, LSU Mississippi state. A lot of people, like I was going through sec Twitter, which is just a cesspool. Everybody hates each other on sec Twitter. It is, it's a dark place, but, uh, they're thinking, uh, they're saying like a lot of people are saying like LSU is going to be awful this year. Uh, I don't know how they're going to be like too great after coming off like a Joe Burrow type season or like Justin Jefferson, Justin Jefferson. But like, like they're not gonna be terrible. There's no way they're terrible. I guess they lost Clyde Edward Lair too, though. They lost a ton of guys. Uh, Grant they might not be that, good. Be that good. Yeah, the only thing that like people like on like the haters out there are saying like they don't even deserve to be ranked right now, which I think is crazy. Like you just want to yeah, coach title. and they just won the national coach title. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, also it's like LSU. Like they haven't, they were obviously never as good as they were last year, but they've been a good program for a long time. So <laughs> they're used to some sort of roster turnover. Like. You know, it's not like this well, is the first kinda, time where they're losing guys. They kind of under-delivered for a little bit before, like, the Coach O era, like, back into less miles. Yeah, no, they definitely did. But it's not like this is, like, the first time where they're – obviously nobody loses the amount of guys. they Like, they had five guys go in the first round this year. Like, nobody's done that before. So, it is a bigger scale. But at the same time, it's like – like, they're a big program. Like, they've lost guys before, and they have good recruits. So, yeah. I think – uh I think they'll be okay, but I don't know. And then a lot of people say Mississippi State has a decent roster. I know nothing about it, but it could be. I don't know. Could be I'd, I'd still choose LSU. I don't know. Yeah. Just the gut. Yeah, I, I pick right. them to win, but yeah. College football weekend is going to be huge. I just remembered thinking about the unstable title and knock on wood how our connections have actually been pretty nice and uh, how the boys not only beat the unstable Wi-Fi connection, but I also beat COVID again. again. There's a chance. I, yeah, I got tested again. Negative. Congratulations. Wow. That's oh, for five. I, COVID's over five. That's good. Uh, yeah, I mean, especially being on a college campus, that's really, you're just living in like a Petri dish of coronavirus. So to skeet it yeah. like that, that's impressive. They, they, they want, they want, COVID wants me so bad. That's Waving good. With tumble finger at them. That's fucking good. Yeah. What, so. uh, yeah. Good job. Do you? How are are the cases at Wake Forest like running rampant, or have that? Does it pretty not even close? It's like fifty. Only fifty cases. That's good. That's good. Yeah, right now in the last two weeks, it's like fifty. So cases are pretty down, which is which is which is a good thing. But uh, yeah. you know what? Miami has a shit ton of COVID cases, and they fucking beat the Yankees today. Yeah, I, not Miami University. Miami, like Miami, like I, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense how the Yankees keep losing to these teams. 
And I was going to freak out about it. I was. We said that they were going to have an easy, possibly eight games in a row where they win on our last podcast. It turns out that they just like can't win. But I'm not worried about the Yankees. I was going to panic, and I was going to go on this huge rant about how I, I don't know what they're doing, blah, 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 blah. But they have nowhere to go. Miami, I have written down because I wrote it here yesterday that it was going to be an easy sweep. They lost in the 10th that's inning, over. so that's tough. But the Rays already clinched the division. So why would the Yankees try? If they look like they're trying and then lose, they just look like a worse team. Yeah, if, they just sure. roll, if, if they just roll over and die and then win a game by 20, you're like, easy. Postseason, here comes 28. The whole lineup is slowly coming back. I don't think Lou Voigt played today. So now it's just kind of about seeing some pitches, getting used to it. It's spring training now. And then save the final product for the postseason. And then we get 28. We get number 28. And if we don't win, we didn't lose because it's Corona season. But if we do win, we get 28. Sure. And it wasn't Corona season. So it's, yeah, it's, I mean, what, what they're doing is they're, they're saving the wins um, for the exactly. postseason. They're just like, mm-hmm. why? We only have a few of these left. So why, why blow them on, yep. you know, Miami? Boston it's like everybody knows we're better what they're doing is they're they're seeing the Rays have this opportunity to take the foot off the gas like hey we clinched let's rest the stars and they're they're just taking the mentality like did the Rays win this division yes but in our minds we won the division so we're gonna we're gonna do the same thing we're also gonna take the foot off the gas just to kind of assert that mental alphaness that hey statistically did we win the division no statistically were we close not really mentally we did it Yankees are so far above everyone else in the mental game that they are just alphaing everyone right now. The Did everyone's you see? like, oh, go ahead. Did I see what? Did you see what? Um, uh, uh, what's the fuck? Aaron Boone said today. No, I didn't. On a live mic, he went out to argue. He he had a similar one. He went off on the umpire. Uh, I think it was on balls and strike calls. He said, this guy's got a good fucking sinker, but those are not fucking strikes. And in hindsight, that's actually really not even close. I just read that again. That is not close to the savages in the fucking box rant. But, no. you know, if Bleacher Report hears a manager use the F word, they're going to be like, whoa, manager use the F word. I mean, tell me about it. Aaron Boone, he's just trying to assert his dominance using dropping the F word on the umpires. So we know that they're ready to explode. We know that they still care. And going back to my point that this is all about seeing pitching, Aaron Boone's watching the pitchers. He knows that they got a good sinker, but he knows that these aren't strikes. And that's why the Yankees aren't swinging the bats because they know that these aren't strikes. And they know that their mindset is so far above the rest of the league that they can just relax, play some baseball for fun. And then everyone's gonna be like, wait, why are the Yankees like ass right now? Like we're just gonna take them easy. And then bam, 20 spot. In every single game in the postseason, twenty-eight. I guarantee you, in the World Series when they make it, their run total—they won't score that many runs, but it's going to add up to twenty-eight. Wow, kind of like yeah. a like a Kobe Bryant, like twenty-four. What if it's twenty-four for Kobe? He'd probably like the Yankees. That would work. I mean, yeah, it's kind of like a, everyone like everyone loves Kobe, everyone respects Kobe, and then I feel like everyone kind of has respect for the Yankees organization. So I guess that could work. Dude, just to go back to like the basketball real quick, and that has been occurring to me. Just like that's why the Lakers are gonna like Kobe. Like they're Dude, not gonna he, lose. No, LeBron. Like LeBron's not gonna lose. Like it's it's like a who's playing. It's a play. You're playing for second. Like the Lakers yeah. are not going to lose. 
it makes me so sad. Like, I really don't want them to win. But, like, also, it's just, like, if if the Kobe thing didn't happen, I'd, like, I feel like more of me would be, like, they might lose. But, like, now that it did happen, like, you can just see, like, the every, like, sports center, like, tribute. Like, this was the Kobe Bryant year, and the Lakers avenged him by winning the title. And it's like, yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen. Well, so. it's just Kobe meant so much to the NBA, and then he meant even more to the Lakers. You're con- internet connection is unstable and he met so much more to the lakers and then him and lebron were boys has the ability to just score 30 40 points in the wow you froze can you hear me yeah i can hear you it is um quite unstable though it was unstable but you know we fight through because whatever yeah my main point is that kobe means so much to the nba and the lakers that there's no way that the Lakers and especially LeBron, like he's not going to lose. He's not. He's no. just going to. We're going to see a different beast in the finals. Well, you know what? Kobe Bryant was a stakeholder in the UFC. <laughs> speaking of the UFC, a big guy. Speaking of the UFC, we got something going down on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, Give it to us. U- Give us the UFC. UFC. So, I mean, um, you're not a huge UFC fan. I've got my Frankie Edgar shirt on right now. I got two yep. UFC posters behind me. Yep. Huge UFC answer. fan. So, uh, yeah, big card this weekend. I'm just going to run two through. points on my UFC. Yeah, no, I was just going to say, uh, I'm just going to run through. I'm going to sit back. I'm going to sit back. Yeah, I'm just going to run through a preview, give some picks. And uh, if you have any questions along the way, feel free to stop me. Because, um, you know, I feel like people <laughs> who might be listening to this might have a similar UFC knowledge to you. So, I'm here to serve because this is a Listen, great we're card this weekend. It's at Fight Island. Educate, your, educate yourself. Educate UFC yourself. Coming twice. Educate. Yeah. Um, yeah. So big card that this weekend. That was such an awkward long pause, dude. This is unstable. It's very unstable. It's. Yeah, oh my god! Um, it's so tough. Yeah, we're we're kind of limping to the finish here of this, but right, we we were pretty good we're for a while. Fine. But yeah, Go, so we got you. Yeah, UFC 243 this weekend. Um, huge card. It's in Abu Dhabi, Fight Island. They went back there. Um, I encourage everyone to watch. It's one of the best cards of the year. The main event, which we'll get to, is fucking sick. I haven't been this excited for a fight in a while. It's like it's one of those things like when Conor McGregor fights, that's a huge fight because Conor McGregor's like the spectacle guy. This fight's like a great fight because like it's gonna be a great fight and obviously the the guy i'll talk about israel Adesanya. he's a great character really fun to watch hit the crane pose what yes. i know about the ufc is almost nothing but he hit the crane pose today so i just saw yeah yeah your wi-fi is um getting shittier by the we're limping. second we're limping we're, yeah we're so i'll try to make fun. this i'll try to make this quick um but yeah so the co-main event uh, you have it's for the lightweight, uh, light heavyweight, excuse me, two hundred five pound mm. championship. Which who was the last UFC light heavyweight champion? Conor McGregor. Nah, he's one fifty five. John Bones Jones. John, John Bones Jones. Jones, greatest ever. He vacates the title. Mm-hmm. Um, because he's he's pro- he's either he says he's retiring, but we all know he's just going to go up to heavyweight. That's just bullshit. They fake retire all the time in the sport. What my personal biggest pet peeve uh, with the fighters. 
But um, yeah, so this guy, Dominic Reyes, who's fighting for the title, Dominic Reyes versus Jan Blachowicz. Reyes went five rounds with Jones in his last fight. A lot of people, including myself, think Reyes beat John Jones. He lost the decision. Really? I think he won. Yeah. Um, no big deal. And Reyes, I have about that. Reyes thinks he won as well. He's been pretty vocal about that, saying he thinks he won the fight. There is this thing in UFC where, like, if you're fighting a guy like John Jones and it's a close decision, kind of like a LeBron foul call, it's like I was about to say that. Yep. Yeah, it's gonna go. It's gonna go Jones's way. But Mm -hmm. you know, it was if you're just straight scoring it, like you could definitely make an argument Reyes won, which is crazy because nobody's come that close to beating John Jones, and he arguably did it. So, uh, like I said, he's met me. His hand has touched my shoulders. He was a big yep. man. Um, former D1 safety, played at Hofstra. Very so good. So, you transferred, you transferred the F athletic ability to him. <laughs> it was actually funny because he met my dad and I, and my dad asked him, he was like, what? It's Why? so bad. Weird the Wi-Fi. It's okay. so bad. It's getting bad, yeah. Uh, but there's weird uh, – yeah, he met my dad and I. And this is before he fought John Jones the first time. He's like a lesser-known guy. And so I think we asked him, like, so uh, what do you think is next for you? And he's like, uh, yeah, I'm looking at fighting John Jones. And, like, my dad and I are just like to each other. He's like, yeah, okay, like, good fucking luck with John Jones. And then the guy actually does fight John Jones and, like, almost beats him. It was crazy. So fucking proved us. Imagine he, imagine he beat John Jones and then was just like – no Gagnon and Mr. Gagnon, fuck you, said you couldn't do it. <laughs> and, like, you got shouted out on it. No, exactly. I mean, obviously, we're not dumb enough to tell him to his face. He'd kick the shit out of both yeah, of us with his yeah, eyes closed. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but, yeah, he's a, he's a really good wrestler. Um, good takedowns, heavy hands, throws hard. Just a well-rounded guy. Um, yeah, so he's, like, he's, he's nothing, like, special physically, but he's just – I, I can't really hype up his talent that much, but he's just really just like an all-around solid fighter. Very good. And to hype him up, you look at the resume, what he did versus John Jones. Like, he's knocked out uh, Chris Weidman, former mm. champion. Like, he's a really tough dude. And then who he's fighting, Jan Blahovich. I think he, he's from somewhere in fucking Europe. I should have wrote that down. I don't know. But this guy, it's weird. Like, he was one of these guys. Like, you see these guys across all sports. Like, you're a journeyman your whole career, mm. you know? And then the last three years, just like... Are you a journeyman in the UFC? Uh, not like a journeyman, but like kind of like a five. The journeyman equivalent of a UFC is just like a five hundred guy. Like you, you fight multiple times a year. You know, you'll win two, you'll lose Dude, one. He's twenty six and eight. What do you mean? Yeah, but look at his. You, you can't look at UFC records because guys will be like, they'll be like eighteen and one, and then when they get into the UFC, you know. Oh, and he's from he's Polish mixed martial artist. Thank you. So he yeah, is from Poland. Yeah, he's a solid MMA records. Everybody has a fucking crazy record because until you get to the UFC, you usually just beat the shit out of everybody, especially if you're in Poland. Okay. But yeah, so he was kind of like this up and down guy. And then but the last two years, he's been on a real tear. He uh, had a big upset win in his last few. He's been knocking dudes out. Um, yeah, he throws bombs, really heavy hands, kind of slick on the ground. So they kind of have similar skill sets. Both hit really hard. So it's so gonna are be we looking fight. at a knockout? I think it's going to take place mainly on the feet. Um, there, there will definitely be some grappling exchanges, but I think it's one of these instances mm-hmm. where they're both good wrestlers, so it'll kind of cancel out and it'll yeah. kind of take place on the feet because neither guy will be able to get I the other down. I want to see down. a KO. I want to see a KO. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, my personal pick, I think Reyes is going to win the fight. He's just, I think he's just better. He's more skilled. He's kind of just like a better version of Jan. He's younger. He's he's kind of a bigger favorite. Uh, minus mm-hmm. two something. 
Uh, in his mind, he should already be the champ, and he's upset that John Jones is moving on because a lot of people, myself included, him included, think he deserves a rematch against John Jones. So that'd be good to see. He's I'd very say. motivated. Yeah, so I think it's going to happen. He has the championship experience. We saw it when he fought Jones. He got off to a lead early. Then when the championship rounds come, four and five, because you only fight rounds four and five in a title fight. So a lot of guys don't have that experience. Where champions are made. Where champions are made. He now has that experience. Blahovich does not. So I think think he'll win. Right. Mm -hmm. So if he wins, he has a title? Mm-hmm. It's a vacant title right now, so no guy has the title because John Jones left it. Um, but yeah, it's the first time since 2011 that someone who's not John Jones or Daniel Cormier, you know him, Daniel Cormier? I do, I do. Yeah, the first time that one of them will not have that title. So it, it it's yeah. kind of a, it's a representation of a new wave in mixed martial arts. And then um, new wave in mixed martial arts, new wave in the NBA, new wave in the NFL, all coming at kind of the same time. And the MLB, it's just crazy. Fucking turnover, 2020. Wow. And then the main event, yep, electric fight. I'm so excited for this fight. Just some background of both guys. It's Israel Adesanya out of New Zealand. He's the champion, undefeated, 19 and 0 versus or 18 and 0. Excuse me, 18, 19, one of them. Um, versus Paulo Costa, 19 and 0. Israel's 19 and 0. Versus Paulo Costa, 13 and 0. Both guys wow. undefeated, Someone's never lost. Home with an L. Somebody's O has got to go, Edward. It's oh, a fucking big oh one. Yeah. Bars, bars. <laughs> so Conor McGregor said when he fought Mayweather, his <laughs> O went. Um, his O went. Yeah. but uh, And so some background on both these guys. They both came into the UFC around the same time, and they were both hot. Uh, they're both big prospects. Like, you know, like every sport, again, they have these guys when they come in, everyone's like, these guys are going to be fucking sick. And that was them. Yeah. And a lot of people were saying, like, when they first came in, you have to like a lot of people are saying, Oh, have them fight, have them fight, have two prospects fight. And the UFC was like, No, we're gonna let Smart. these guys ride without Smart. them fighting each other. So then when they're at the top of their game, they fight for the fucking title. And it works. In a way, he's a hell of a commissioner. I mean, a lot of people in MA fucking hate him. I love the guy. That's why See, I don't move. I'm not even really a UFC guy, but I just love Dana White. I love him too. The the hate for him is is dumb. Um, but yeah, so he so yeah they're meeting at the top of their games right now the reason israel was a hot prospect is because we'll get into his skill set crazy striker fun to watch he was a big time uh he's a big name overseas uh had had championship belts and other uh mma promotions the reason paulo costa was a look up a picture of paulo costa that'll tell you why he is p-a-u-l-o costa c-o-s-t-a that's why he is not to be uh suspicious just you know objectively a great looking man he's fucking huge ginormous ginormous one of the most muscular dudes i've ever seen one of the best looking dudes i've ever seen not to be a um strange sucks but you know you're good just you know but sometimes um, it's just facts brazilian mixed martial arts Mm -hmm. how 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 do they weigh how are they in the same weight class is my question i will get to that in my breakdown of this fight Okay. Paulo Costa, physical freak of nature. They're fighting this weekend for the middleweight title, which is 185 pounds. How much do you think Paulo like walks around at? He fights at 185. What do you think he cuts down from? How tall is he? Mm, six feet, I think. Six one. Oh, he's like two twenty five, two thirty. Yes, exactly. On the dot, he's yeah. two thirty. Yeah. This dude cuts yeah. close to fifty pounds of weight, which is ridiculous. Put it back on. 
So he what did they not do is look like he's 185 or like in the way and he didn't look 185. Yeah. Dude, I don't know where he puts the fucking weight, but yeah, he he does not look 185, but he somehow gets down and then he sucks it down and then day of the fight, he he doesn't get all the way back up to 225, but he'll probably be about I don't know, maybe 205, 210 like when he's in the cage. Israel at Asanya on in like that's in like a day, right? Yeah, it's very unhealthy. They suck all you that have to put the pounds back on. So they dehydrate themselves extremely. Like no water. You don't fucking drink. You don't eat. Like you don't do anything. You sweat out all the fucking water out of your body. You just dehydrate the shit out of yourself. That's why you see these guys on the scale. Like you can see like their veins popping. Like you can see like the their muscles. They look they look sickly sometimes. Like mm-hmm. if you look up, there's a great one of Conor McGregor, 145, 155, 170. He's fought at all those. Like you see, like it's sickly. So that's what they do. They suck themselves down. And then after right after the weigh-in. Uh, till the fight they rehydrate themselves get the nutrients back in their body and it doesn't get them all the way back up to their natural weight but it recuperates a lot of that it's seems not like healthy a, seems like he's a big advantage in that category size wise we'll get to where that may help him we'll get to where that may harm him israel mm-hmm. adesanya though he walks around at about 190 so he doesn't cut any weight which is rare like not a lot of how, fighters, he looks so like, skinny how tall is he he's tall dude he's like six three six four um yeah, but he, he doesn't cut a lot of weight, so which is rare. Like Most guys, like if you weigh 190 pounds, a lot of guys who weigh that much are fighting at 155 pounds. They're fighting at 170. 190-pound mm-hmm. dudes aren't fighting at 185. He weighed in at 184, like came in underweight. Uh, so he like might be more comfortable with the weight and more nutrients. He might be That's a lot of times energy. what happens. He So, yeah. So he um, – He'll he'll be in the cage probably about 190. He'll be, he'll be down about 20 pounds. But if you break down his style, uh, we'll, we'll start with Israel Asanya. Like you said, long, lengthy, walks around about 185. He uses his reach well, and he's what he is is he's one of the best strikers in the history of UFC. Like a Conor McGregor, Anderson Silva level striker. Like this guy, like you cannot mm. hit him. Like he's he's a ghost. Like he's in, he's out. You can't hit him. He's hitting you where you can't hit him. He takes these crazy angles. He's like he looks like he's in a video game and he does like these crazy dances. He showboats when he does it. He's so entertaining in there. Um, And he skyrocketed, like became a champion in two years. Like if you, if you want to just see like crazy MMA striking, he fought uh, a guy named Anderson Silva, who is the greatest of all time. Uh, Silva was past his prime, but Silva's the goat in my opinion. And they fought and it literally looked like mortal combat. Like they're like, he's like, he looks like he's in the matrix. Like, like it's just slow motion for him. So he's an insane striker, extremely active. Uh, this is his fourth, fifth round fight, his second title defense, third title fight, uh, undefeated. So he has that fourth, fifth round experience uh, mm-hmm. that Costa yep. does not. And we've he never can't. seen him get tired. They say a potential hole, only real potential hole in, in Israel's game is, is his ground game. Um, We've only really seen him get tested once is when he fought a guy named Kelvin Gaslam in a war. But in that fight, he was actually getting hit on the feet, which was crazy because we've never seen him do that. Hasn't really been hit since. It wasn't hit before that. So it kind of seems like a one-time thing. But what Israel does on the ground, he's not going to take you down. He's not going to submit you. He just plays defensive. He, his whole game is don't take me down so I can fucking kick the shit out of you on the feet. So that's what like he that. does. I like that. Yep. And Paulo Costa, like we said, he's a freak of nature. Um so he's bigger, he's stronger. He's probably going to be, he's better on the ground than Adesanya, but he's never attempted a takedown in his UFC career. So these guys, so they're going to, like then. you talked, you talked about in the last fight, how you're going to want to see uh, knockouts. Like 
I don't know if there will be a knockout yeah. in this fight, but there's if you don't like wrestling, if you don't like the ground game, if you don't like the clinch, like you're not gonna have to worry about that. They're gonna stand and just fucking swing at each other. Like they're gonna trade. Just final um, ten seconds of every round are just gonna be throwing hands. All like every round is what they're gonna be doing. So we that's have, gonna be exciting. That's something to watch. It's, it's gonna be insane. I really recommend getting this fight. And if you contrast the style, so they're both strikers. Paulo is huge. So he's probably has a little more like in one punch, I can knock you out power. Um, then caught, uh, mm-hmm. then, then Israel. But you know, what he does is he's not, he doesn't have the type of movement that Adesanya has. Like he'll kind of stand still and he'll pick you. you and he'll throw it. You will throw huge right hands. He throws a fucking mean so, body kick and go ahead. He might be able to get you like with that one kick or that one punch, but then Israel can get you with the hit to the head, hit to the chest, hit to the body, and then a quick little kick and then avoid. Exactly. Israel's like a combo volume guy. And don't get me wrong, Israel Asani has crazy power. It's just a different type. Israel Asani, yeah, if he yeah, knocks yeah. you out, it's because he hits you in the right place at the right time, at the right angle, like a perfect shot. When Paulo Costa he's precise, knocks you he's out, precise, precise. Yes, he's precise. When Paulo Costa knocks you out, it's just because he's a fucking giant freak of nature, just chucks a bomb at you, and which is nothing wrong to with the that, ground, you know. But where we get into the pick aspect, where we get into me picking, I don't think you can do that against Israel Adesanya. I think you, you know, he's yeah. Costa's huge. He doesn't move well. So I think Adesanya is going to kind of run circles around him on the feet. I think his movement's going to be too much. Adesanya is going to have a slight reach, not crazy, but I think he's going to be in and out. He's going to crane. He's going to make it look interesting. And where I really think we're going to see equals dub. Where I really think we're going to see Adesanya shine, maybe not in the first or second round, but Costa is so big. He's so heavy. Like guys like that don't do well. They don't have great cardio. Uh, Israel's a cardio beast. Like he does not stop. He has the championship experience. Paulo, he's too. Yep. He's big. I think if it, if Israel can drag him into the fourth and fifth round, um, Costa's kind of gonna. He's really gonna slow down. And if you slow down versus a guy like Israel Adesanya, if you don't make him nervous about your power, he's gonna fucking cook you. And I think he might. I think my pick is Israel Adesanya. He's a minus one eighty eight betting favorite and i would lay that number all day i think he wins this fight i think uh, highly promoted it's going to be a great fight but i really have a lot of confidence that that israel wins i have a lot of confidence and that was a great rundown of the ufc that was fantastic first ufc preview we've done on the show it's probably one of the best ufc previews you're going to get in all the world in all the podcasts thank you so appreciate that you heard the best review of the ufc here on Krillin Kamish. Get it out there. Final segment before we go. We're in college. Not much going down, but college life is college life. And when it's a Friday night and I finish my homework for the day at 10.50-ish p.m., you know, it kind of sucked. But college is what it is. I'm not even, like, I can't. I don't know. It was, it was, it was tough. But got it out of the way. Was able to do a podcast. And in college, you're Ubering a lot, giving tips it made me think about the amount of extra money I'd have if I kept the change from other restaurants. What a piece of shit. Oh my God. You're just like, I'm going to stop tipping. No, 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 no. Listen. So no, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. So, you know, when you go get a slice of pizza and you like pay, it's like, it's like four twenty five. Oh, and then you gave them like $5. So that you, they give you 75 cents and quarters back. 
sure. how much money you'd have if you only gave him like a quarter. Oh, 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 like, right, right, right. Like, so, so the Uber driving and tipping people made me think about how much money I'd have if I, t- if I kept change from other places. Not like, not if I go to a restaurant and don't tip or go take an Uber and don't tip. Like how much money, like if I gave like coins gotcha, gotcha, or gotcha. kept the coins. Right. Like that and not like tipping your waiter. And just like you give Uber me 30 driver, cents. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 And in this ride that I had with the Uber, we actually talked about it. And the Uber driver agreed with me that we'd both be rich. If yeah. We kept all of our coins. No, it's actually funny. My so, dad did that. Uber drivers this week were successful. Oh yeah. That's, that's actually true. You've had, you've had a good run of Ubers. My dad did that. The delay thing is with, real. Yeah. Delay is you know, we're almost done, but it, I think we held up. For oh my part. God, dude, you're literally three minutes. You're three minutes behind me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the the <laughs> clips for this that. one, the clips for this one are going to be um, interesting, but yeah. They're going to um, be great. They're going to be great. Yeah. My dad did that with the coins over like 20 years. And you know, those like big water jugs that they fill up with like an, like at like an office building, like that you like the thing out of, you know? Yeah. Yeah, he filled up one of those with like coins, like yeah. to the brim with coins. It was like thousands, and just like twenty years of just like dropping it in the thing. In twenty yeah. years, it's just like his whole, like thousands yeah, of dollars, t- right? Yeah, <laughs> just like waiting for you. It was just yeah. like in a jug in our garage. It was so what heavy. We had? tried to lift it one day, what like we had be? to pour all the coins into. Like, it was a pain in the ass, but yeah, I guess you could you could start now. By the time you're like forty, you, you'll have, like, like you just gained thousand dollars. Yeah exactly because like a few i'd have a thousand and it's not even like i'd have to stop tipping it's like i'd give less because it's no that's not like that's not even like tipping i thought you meant like a waiter or a waitress that's just like you give me 30 cents like instead of dropping it in the tip jar like yeah that's that's different for sure Mm. yeah all right that's a good one yeah um for mine before we go i i'm seeking out some advice so i took a quiz tonight for my intro to media class um it was five question true or false really didn't impact the grade at all i got a four out of five which was 80 percent on question five 80 percent i put false and the correct answer was true but looking back at the question i feel that i could make an argument that it was false and that i was correct okay you could yeah this is a it's an understandable question the question was true or false the high cost that networks pay to uh like show sports is a huge burden for the networks you know and i put false and the answer was true that it is a Why huge would that burden. Be true? well i can he says it's true because like you have to pay a billion dollars to show football but i contend that it's false because yeah you you have to pay a billion but you you profit like the the studies show that they profit off of it so how is it a burden if you're they making profit bread? big time Yes. The only, the only way that it could be a burden would be is like during COVID, True. is you don't get to like, you like you could lose all the money, but they're not yeah. they're not going to lose the money for football this year. Right, and I don't think that's what it was referring to. I think it was just like in general. So, but my question to you is, do I be that kid that emails the professor like, hey, you fucked up? Like, I don't even think he thinks he fucked up, but like, I want to argue that point. Like, do I be that kid? You, you, could, you could email him and be like, hey, on question number five, I disagree that I, and I think that this should be false. Are you open to having a discussion in a Zoom call? That's true. One, hey, are you open to coming on the Curling Commission podcast 
and hashing this out on the air. Yes. And we'll talk about it. Yeah. Dude, go for it. We'll get the Uber <laughs> driver I had and we get this guy and they just hash it out against with they sports. Fucking just all of us. He said he's a Rucker season ticket holder too. So like we could talk ball. Fucking get him yeah, on. Dude, there. get him on. Honestly, like he's an intro to media professor. He likes podcasts probably. Fuck it. Let's get him yeah, on. Professor Miller. All right. What a guy. Tune in for episode eight. He'll be on. Probably not, but never know. Episode eight. We got Professor Miller not gonna come on, but Rucker's fans, so we're fans of Professor Miller. Sure. All right. Well, that was a good one. Um, a lot of Zoom lags. Powered through. Yeah, definitely. But it came back at the end. Great podcast. We got the YouTube channel up. We got TikTok up. We got Instagram up. We got Twitter up. All social media is fine. Instagram banned us for three days because we spammed a little too much, but we'll be back tomorrow. Fuck yeah. All right. Good job, Ed. Yep. Good shit, Noah. All righty. See ya. Peace out, guys.